You know, I traveled to New Jersey for my July Jersey Jubilee. Yeah. I go there and I do everything Jersey. And I find out that the cinema that I grew up at is becoming a brew pub. Like one of those things where you drink beers and then also watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood kind of things? Or mm. it's just a bar? What I heard is it's just a bar. Okay. So, of course, I was there. I went and visited it. Came home to my damn family and told them all the stories about it. <laughs> and now my sister sends an article. Say goodbye to Twin Cinemas. It's becoming a brewery. Uh-huh. I know. I, I traveled to your state and reported on it live for you. Maybe she's just trying to uh, connect with you. Good point. Knowing that you have a vested interest in this being transformed into a brewery. Good point. You know, when the top grifter in the country is your therapist, <laughs> says something about I mean, your maybe tenuous you should, hold on reality. You know, appreciate the fact that you still have a sister who can text. Some people don't. What, why can't they text? Well, my sister died before we had smartphones. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. There we go. Well, Keep it in. Keep all of this in. <laughs> <laughs> this is compelling content. Yeah, I know. All right. We're leaving it. All right. I'll tell you, I got the opposite problem. I got four sisters and they can all text. Oh, boy. Four sisters, any brothers? The two. Wait, you have six siblings? And a twin sister. She counts as among the six. Right. But I grew up with four. Yeah. Then my dad got remarried, had mm, three more. Classic, classic. Yeah. Right. They will switch a route. Potent seed. What? Pretty potent seed. I'm serious, right? Yeah. Seven kids. Yeah. I couldn't even, I wouldn't even roll the dice on one. Me neither. But. Nature wanted me to have one. I'm like, not so fast, hotshot. There you go. Hey, slow your roll. Hey, slow your fucking roll, man. Slow your roll, Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> Flush. Oh, Megan. Yeah, I flushed it. Anyway. Right there on the brand new microphone. You just broke it in right there. Well, I mean, you buy a brand new microphone, you will be returning these after we use them, right? I do feel that pressure. Right. And uh, and you should. That source of that pressure is you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm going to have to get my hands dirty with shipping. Yeah. It's really, it's not, you, you make the shipping thing such a big deal. It's not at all. But, I mean, you already have your own scale. You already. I already have my own scale. I got my own printer. I get tape from 99 cent only. I love it. It's easy. You just maneuvered me from being mad at my sister to working on myself. There we go. Just constantly trying to save you money. Can you remind <laughs> everybody how much money you're saving on your cell phone bill alone since we met? 100 a month. There we go. Pretty amazing. That's $1,200 a year. It is. What are you going to do with that $1,200, Howard? I'm going to buy Megan a sweet gift. <laughs> and I'm going to take that right back to wherever you got I was gonna it. Say, and then she has something to flip. And then I'm going to sell the store credit on eBay. <laughs> and with that, we wreck. Jesus. We <laughs> welcome you to an all new episode of, of Grift Horse. Yes. What do do I want you to what now? Nay. Yeah, please. Mm. 
That was that's some pretty good ADR, man. That's like Mr. Ed level shit. Thank you. You I, ever do voice work? I actually have. Yeah, I did. I was on an ABC show called The Good Family. Okay. In 2008, I was a writer and the voice of Mr. Hilo, the supermarket manager. Huh. And it was all canceled very quickly. <laughs> You know, I haven't looked at your IMDb ever, really. So I yeah. had no. They're, I don't know. I haven't. Do you know your star meter? No, I don't know. Have you any ever of looked that. up your own IMDb star meter? I, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know any of that. That's I cool. know that it it doesn't have like big stuff that I did, like stuff that I worked on and was in a lot is not on there. But then little random stuff. Oh, you, I, you know, you can add it yourself, right? That I would like to work on myself too. I tried once in I think two thousand five. Mm-hmm. It was too complicated. I got frustrated. I put it off for 15 years. <laughs> and now, here we are. Here we are. So, let's see. My list Your of to-do, to-do list. Yes. I've got to learn how to ship stuff. Yeah. Better than I... Yeah, i got to learn how to ship I stuff. I can teach you how to do that. And there was a second one just now. It was update your IMDb. Boom. Okay. To I'm, boost your pro numbers. eBay, IMDb. You know who owns IMDb? Uh, I'm a, first, guess off the top of my head... Ian Zierling. <laughs> Close. The motherfucker itself. Amazon. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. When did they purchase that? Oh, a few years ago. Well, you hate to see it. You hate to see that. Yeah. That's why I want to I wanna return my IMDb star meter, okay? Give me another one. Ooh, can my you star meter's quite bad. I'm in the 200,000s at the moment oh because i kind of really didn't know what that was it ranks you as how famous you are numerically it ranks else? yeah your worth as a human being in the entertainment oh, industry I mean, relative to everyone be, else i've got to be like hundreds hundred thousands yeah like that hundred thousands actually good howard hundred thousand would, would be better than me so you might actually be there well i mean like i meant in the hundred like two hundred three like in the hundreds of thousands it I goes to the millions i bet yeah because if you even think, if you just even started to count up the stand-up comics that are ahead of you, uh-huh. I think in a lot of people's minds, it's like, it's the big guys and them. You know what I mean? Like, right. Really, no. Like, if if you had to get ranked as a comic, you you might be thousands back. Well, I mean, yeah, if some open micer was like in a uh, Hardee's ad or something. Yes. They're probably numerically better than you. Yes. And then even like the guys whose comedy you don't like yeah but they did one two specials sure they're ahead of you too absolutely yeah and i don't like any of them no anyone anyone who's ever had a special is my enemy wow 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 (laughs) what about your hour that you're crafting uh for what for what purpose for what purpose am i crafting this hour for what purpose yeah well i could tell you the money behind uh serious Sirius XM, Raw yeah. Dog Radio. Yeah. What do they call it? Bad Dog Radio? Mad Dog Radio? What is it? Uh, well, one of the stations is Bad Dog. Yeah, that's where the dirty stuff is. But okay. for some reason, have a summer wound up on that. All right. Raw Dog. Sorry, it's Raw Dog. It is literally Raw Dog. They call it Raw Dog, as in fucking without a condom. Fucking without a condom radio. Yes. Okay. Interesting. And I'm laughing already. Uh-huh. That's funny. Uh. Remind me of our train of thought. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so overwhelmed by these tasks I've got to worry about. There's, yeah, you should probably be writing them down. Well, uh, you said I was working on an hour for something. To which I, what, am I just going to like go to Hulu and like try and sell a special on spec? Has anyone ever done that? I don't know if they'd do it. I don't know if you could sell it on spec that way. Right. You could definitely 
Well, it would promote the sales of your album, which you can make money off of on Sirius. Hmm. Yeah, but, I don't. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I I see nothing wrong, wrong with just making albums. Is that what you're saying? You'd rather just do audio recordings? Uh, sure. I mean, I you know I'd do anything really, but I haven't made any money on anything I've ever done. I see. But if we were to get your album into yeah. rotation on Sirius, on Sirius, on Raw Dog Radio, yeah, the grift kicks in at that point. It would kick in at that point. However, I don't know that my material is Raw Dog ready if that makes any sense well it's not just raw dog there's the clean channel there's seven channels on there that you could wind well, up well it's on. not clean either i think on the album i talk about jim gaffigan fucking kids as a joke right. that's but, not clean well, though well, well like it's someone might pull one of the tracks and say oh this works for this station let's stick it on here right yeah. okay so it's possible we'll talk to some comics about it we'll circle back put we'll a pin see. in it we'll circle back but that's not of interest, maybe, to the grifters. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, here's the grift. Uh, do comedy for 800 years. <laughs> yeah. Eventually record an album. Hope that it gets played on satellite radio so you can get negative two cents per listen. But. And then rinse and repeat. I will tell you that you'd be surprised. That That is the one area of financial comedy where I was pleasantly surprised. Not me personally. Right, but for others. It pays better. It pays you know what I mean? Like when you get into comedy, you're like, really? $5 for a set at the improv? Like, you're lucky. That sounds You're low. lucky if you get $5. Right. But the, but the serious is pretty good. The most you get, well, uh, yeah, the most I've gotten recently, I told you I did a show at UCB yesterday. Yeah. Took four Cokes from out of the green room. Yeah. Because if you think about the street value of a can of Coke, about 50 to 75 cents. Right. Times four. I'm the only comedian that's ever been paid $2 to perform at UCB, if you think about it. Uh, well, well, you're right. Because they don't pay anybody. They don't pay anybody. They don't pay anybody. They've, uh, but they provide training. That's true. That's true. They charge for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, enough about comedy. You right. You want to uh, see what's in the news, Megan? I would love to see what's in... I would love to not think about comedy for, really, the rest of my miserable life. I'm with you. Let's bury our faces in this new issue of... Grift, Grift Gazette. Look here, Megan. I'm seeing a story. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, yeah. <laughs> Right here on column, the second column here. You caught me looking, yeah. It's fish fraud. Huh. I'm listening. A fishing magnate known as the Codfather. <laughs> fun pun. Fun fun. He'll never be allowed to return to U.S. fisheries because he was shirking quotas and smuggling profits okay. overseas. Love it. Him and all of his boat captains... Okay. All of his boat captains. He has like, I guess, 12 boats, this guy. They're okay. fishing boats. Yeah. He's owner of one of the largest commercial fishing operations in the country. So this is, well, he's a pretty big fish. Oh. Yeah. He's, we're on point today. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, he was mislabeling the fish. He was saying that they had haddock. When they actually were bringing in stuff that was subject to strict quotas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he smuggled the pro proceeds to Portugal. 
So this is kind of like a really big version of what we've talked about before, the grocery store scan or scam like you do with the croissants ah. or, you know, or somebody like you go, you get ring up peanuts when you're actually buying peanut butter cups, yes. for example. Yes. This is just a large scale version of that. Yes, you're right. So this would be a classic scam. It's pretty classic. I mean, and I started switching it up to like, I'll get one croissant yeah. and then two rolls. Okay, interesting. And that way, if they go, why did you say there was only one thing in there? I go, oh, I was thinking croissant. Uh, I mean, I've... Yeah. My girlfriend just had a miscarriage. Right. If anyone ever asks, you know what I mean? If you ever get caught doing anything, either say, if you're a woman, say, you just had a miscarriage. If you're a man, say your wife or your girlfriend had a miscarriage. That's a get out of jail free card. But isn't that boy who cried wolf stuff? Oh, like if you keep... Well, actually, but if you think about it, I don't know why anyone would want to have a kid at this point. People are. People are doing it. My sister's got them. They shouldn't. Well, your sister's wrong. But I'm saying, you know, if this would maybe... Yeah, if this makes someone miscarry in the future, ultimately, it's a good thing because we already have too many people here anyway. Okay, there you go. All right, population control. Yeah. Well, it was not a really well thought out scheme, I guess. He was just saying, uh, these, these are, these are haddock. Okay, different fish, different fish. I, for, I forgot we were talking about the fish, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, that, that's the end of that scam. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I love it, but, you know, this presupposes that you already have the capital to have 12 boats and get, you know, if I'm just like a baby fisherman. Right. It's a how t- do I, how do I pull something like this it's, off? It's tough to get into the, fish fraud business right you have to have the means of production really yeah but like you said it might spring give you ideas for other things you could do okay okay well yeah where else can we take the train of thought with the mislabeling things in order to exploit that i mean it's tough to get away with this stuff when there's governing bodies so maybe where's there not a governing body where you could mislabel hmm in the dating world. There you go. There we go. Okay. Player. I could say I don't have HPV mm-hmm. and then give someone HPV. Yeah. And then uh, you say to them, look, it'll make you a stronger person. Guess what? Now you got HPV. I'll give you another story real quick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cops found a guy playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. And he was using eight phones. He had his own little foam case cut out and he had eight phones and... Uh, that type of dedication, there's a picture of it there. Oh, wow. That's right. Wait, and they're, okay. Sitting in the front seat. They're not all droids. That's shocking. Yeah, they're all different devices. Maybe he okay. feels like, oh, I get a better certain thing if I use, uh, you know, a Mac on this one. Right. So there he goes. I just wondered, like, what could what could the master grifter do with eight phones With like eight that? phones? I mean, it's, it's, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Right. But I, I thought... That looks like like if Megan was doing her thing nowadays, like maybe you'd have a setup like that in your car. I can answer that question. Go ahead. Eight phones. Yeah. So when you saw, I don't know if you, it still works, but I'm, this happens with a lot of different companies. But for a long time, Wetzel's Pretzels had a thing. Mm. You download their app, you get a free pretzel, right? Right. Okay. Downloaded the app, got the free pretzel. I'm thinking, what happens if I delete the app? re-download it sign up with another burner email no. do i get another free pretzel yes worked a few times until then it was like one per device they, you know they, they they found out because you they, they put the kibosh out. on it well me and other like-minded people i would right. imagine if you have eight phones eight pretzels 
eight pretzels. Minimum. So, so I wonder if you could justify the cost of an extra phone by all the free burner stuff you could get with it. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if you get like one of those phones that's got uh, what, like by the minute, like a literal burner, like you buy it at fucking Walmart, yeah. 20 bucks off the rack, just yeah. always have it connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah, man. There you go. Yeah. That'd be a good spreadsheet, too. You show, like, mm-hmm. when, how long did it take to pay for this phone? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Look at, look at that. Grifter figured it out. There's always a grift appearing in the mist. It's just, oh, yeah. Like a like a ghost haunting me. Haunting. Well, do you want to try and figure out another story? What story that got sent to us that I can't even really wrap my heads or tails around? Yes. Let's hear it. Okay. Dude named Randy sent us email. Hello, Randy Denton. Uh, hey, hearing aid scam in Dallas. Okay. Here's what I like about the scam. He says, number one, the target was a health insurance company, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yep, fuck them in hell. Number two, they made no effort to make the scam look legit, having worked it in DFW airport break rooms. Here's the story. A Texas father and son convicted of fraud must serve a combined 15 years in federal prison for a hearing aids insurance scam targeting American airline employees. Prosecutors say the Anderson submitted false claims on behalf of American Airline employees for hearing aids not needed and sometimes never delivered. Many hearing tests lasted less than five minutes and were done in an employee break room at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Okay, that's the grift, right? You're like billing insurance companies for products that you don't need, that they're not giving you, I guess, is the gist. Yeah. Which I'm all for, because again, fuck Blue Cross Blue Shield. However... Motherfuckers like that will use shit like this for reasoning to up rates for everyone else. There you go. And so you're kind of really fucking your fellow man when you do something like this. In the end, but short term, you're putting it to the man. Short term, what? how much did it say they got? Well, they did get $13.7 million. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah. I like that they do it in break rooms at the airport because it's like... What a dreary place to be. <laughs> in general? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what a weird place to, like, make money. I would probably need to be paid at least $3 million to hang out in the break room what if I at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. We got a great new studio. It's in a break room at the airport. We're going to tape Griff Tours at the break room at the airport. I just think a podcasting studio in an airport in general be would be a cool. good, pretty good grift. How 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 so grift wise? Well, think about how many people who have layovers. Oh, like I'll go in here and record my podcast. Yeah, I gotta make my content. I'm already here. Ooh, soundproof room. Right. I like that. I think we've already talked about like trying to. We should just open a podcast studio. It's the ultimate grift. You know how many people are starting podcasts? Want to start a podcast? True, but I think it's there's people who beat us to it. Because I, I researched, like, r- places to do podcasts. And there's people who just, like, took a room in their house and made it a studio. Fuck me. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Hey, you were there. I mean, the, you know. It's a good thought close. process, I guess. You, you can know. do it better than everybody Can't else. Can't win them all. I actually, I don't know that I could. I mean, I have a garage, but there's no power outlets in it. Well, hey, we're doing a classic podcast right here. That's true. I guess the yeah my living room is garage like. I think it's not garage like. Well, I, I mean it's, it's like Marin's garage. It's a lot of uh, ephemera. I guess. Why does he have a lot of stuff in that garage? 
Yeah, doesn't he? I don't know. When I did it, it was just a garage. Oh. Maybe it's like looks like a studio now. Well, uh, I went to his open house when he sold his house. Oh, he sold that place. Uh huh. And there's a lot of ephemera in the garage. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of drawings of himself. Oh, that kind of stuff. That kind of mm-hmm. ephemera. Yeah, I need more drawings of myself for this to be truly garage-like. And now it's time for Grift, Grift Mill. Mill. Does that sound like a factory? Uh, yeah, it does. Lay that in over the beat. Sounds like a sweatshop. Here's some gristle for the grift mill. Steve Barnes writes in, says, "Hey there, had a fantastic situation. Just wanted to share some of the screenshots. Took my took our advice on fucking Amazon. Turns out Amazon was late on the delivery, the Prime delivery for his last advice." Actually, I don't recall us ever giving this advice, but oh, okay. maybe just talking about Amazon started well, the wheels turning in his brain. Oh, so it's made a spark to grift on him. Okay. Yeah, okay. And I mean, honestly, this is, I've never done this one before. I've contemplated it, never done it. Glad to see it actually worked. So he's actually teaching us something here. Okay. So his last three prime orders were late, right? Okay. And he's trying, he's trying to figure out why not make a situation out of this. Oh, okay. So I did, and they gave me a gift certificate to cover the cost of the items from his last three orders, totaling about 50 bucks. Whoa. So it's just a series of screenshots of him talking to a series of miserable employees, probably in third world countries, who are here to help him. Oh, that's great. Saying that his orders were late, and why even have Prime? I expected this to be here on this certain day. Yeah, I needed yeah, this yeah. Da- this thing on this certain day. It was late. How are you going to make this right? And I have to say, these are texts, so he doesn't even have to sit there and argue with people. Exactly. It's just a exercise in writing. The chat is, yes, chats really changed my life when it terms, because you know me, I argue with customer service representatives constantly. S- Right. Would you say once a week? At least, okay. yeah. In order, I mean, just like just to just to test the waters, grease yeah, the wheels, keep your chops up. see yeah. if you can get something out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Mix it up. So the whole, yeah. I mean, I could have multiple windows open at the same time if I wanted. Well, that's what you could do with eight phones, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the presentation of this letter. Also, it's nice big print. Nice series of screen grabs. Uh, to, he's just talking to a series of customer representatives. So look at that. Not only have I made $100 a month off Visible, right. now he's made $50. And he's made at least $50. And th- I feel That's like this is start. something that could just be done in perpetuity whenever you get something delivered late. Right. Because you're always going to be connected with a new customer service representative in a third world country, probably making 20 cents an hour, yes. if that. It's not, I don't think they like really keep track of all of this. They're just trying to get you off their chat as quickly as possible right. so they can talk like, to the next miserable like you person. Like saying with like shipping the returns, like it takes them so long to actually look in the box. Right. Same type of a thing yeah. here. Yeah, they just want you to get off their line as quickly as possible. And really, they're willing to do almost anything to get you off their jock. Well, so I'm excited because I get Amazon Prime food. I get powders delivered. Yeah. Are they late sometimes? I think so. I got to really zone in on what my delivery date is. Whenever, that's the thing about, you know, the modern world and all this shit. Whenever anything is not perfect, you have 
reason to flip out. Okay. You the know right what I mean? To complain. Yeah. Well, I use that in my personal life, so why not use it with these shipping companies? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited about this. Um, I have so many things that I'll be able to do when I conquer this demon of shipping. Right. And I really don't know why you What's holding you back? Is it a tape issue? You can buy tape real cheap. Well, it's like I've shipped these DVDs, Austin DVD, Austin Stories DVDs for yeah. many years. Yeah. And I've just always thought to myself, like, oh, like, I don't want to give myself more shipping that I have to do. But then, since I met MBK, the Master Grifter, mm -hmm. you know, the mantra, my time is worthless. Your time is worthless, yeah. It's like, why not just adapt, learn a new skill, and just start firing packages out the door? And I keep telling you, the post office will come to you. Right. You print the postage out on eBay's website. Don't have a printer. Get a printer, Howard. They're like 20-something, but the reason why printers are so cheap is because ink is so expensive, right? So they expect to get or recouped on the back the end. Huh? And you've already got the ink. Well, yeah, that's it. They, 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 I mean, you can really get a pretty good printer for like maybe 30 bucks max. And the reason why they're so cheap is, yeah, because they expect you to buy, like, the $60 ink eventually. And how do you get ink cheap? You just buy the ink itself off of, like, eBay or Amazon or whatever. It, like, comes in a little squeeze bottle with, like, a nozzle. You just have to drill a tiny... They give you the tool. <laughs> you drill a tiny hole You're into... You're doing this, not me. You drill a tiny hole into the, into the cartridge, you, you know. right. And then you inject it with the ink... I've had the same cartridge in the same piece of shit printer for years. Are you serious? Yeah. So you're saying you could print my labels for me? I could print your labels for you. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if it comes to that, yeah. I guess I got to learn that too. I got to learn how to uh, jerry-rig a printer. I got plenty of paper. Every time I go to my grandparents' house, I take some of their printer paper. I got stacks. Oh, whoa, is that allowed on this show? You're allowed to steal from grandma and grandpa? Because I think a lot of people just got empowered to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's something that they wouldn't miss. I'm not going to, you know. Lighting that? I'm not taking, I'm not taking, what could I take from my grandparents? It's worth money. <sighs> I don't really have anything worth. I'm not taking Sue's iPad. You know, no. I'm just taking a few sheets of paper. There you go. And I, also, I mean, there, I'm sure there's plenty of people listening to this in offices. You take the fucking paper from the office. If I worked in an office, I'd just take it from the office. There you go. I'm sure people do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, built into companies. They know the employees are doing that. Yeah, they should. What was our topic? Uh, well, our t we were talking about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about this guy getting 50 bucks worth of shit for oh, free from Amazon for being momentarily inconvenienced. Oh, yeah. Congratulations on that. You know, this may be one of the few podcasts that actually pays for itself or makes money. Um, plow those profits back into Griftors, and we invite you to join our Patreon. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, use some of the profits you made from your grifting, and... Uh, also, send us more letters like this at grifthorsepod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your story. <laughs> Thank you for your testimony. Do you know what time it is? Uh, it's 2.54. Hey, Megan, do you know what time it is? It's about 2.54 p.m. Pacific hey, Standard Time. Hey, Megan, do you know what time it is? Uh, what time is it, Howard? It's time for... Griff's 
and giggles. Two fifty, still two fifty four. It hasn't turned two fifty. Now, now it's two fifty five. of laughs nothing makes you and i laugh more than the emmy award-winning marvelous mrs mazel it's true yes absolutely <laughs> you know how much i love that content yes i love the fact that she's not even jewish the actress i think that's cool oh is that true i didn't know that yeah man that's true oh yeah that that's realistic yeah female stand-up comics in the 50s were rarely jewish <laughs> <laughs> well go on it uh, turns out they rolled back prices here in L.A., gas prices and other things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, there was... Is it pandering to people who were in uh, the Emmy voting uh, cabal to oh, try and get them... Was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was Emmy pandering, yeah. Wait, so people might go, oh, I went and got a... Uh, I got gas for 30 cents a gallon so i'm gonna vote for mrs mazel yeah but the thing is the only person who wants the 30 cent a gallon gas is someone who's driving from like riverside to get it because they're poor right these people aren't in the academy so that that's why to me it was like that would be a terrible plan because yeah yeah and also it's just amazon swinging its dick around look how much money we have we can give away a bunch of 30 cent gas right but we can't you know pay our workers ethically and why don't you pay some uh other writers to punch up that stuff i'm just kidding <laughs> I, I, I don't even i saw like three minutes of that show once i find it unwatchable yeah i don't enjoy it i at mean all. i didn't recognize it as reality right but, i mean it is a fictional television show but i mean like there's a lot of like you know sometimes you watch old movies from the 50s and just the way they're talking to each other it's like it's just so far removed from reality yes that's what I mean. Like, I think that's a signature staple, though, of the broad that makes because that's she's the same broad as the Gilmore Girls. She made Gilmore Girls, which is another show in which people talk quickly and inorganically that makes right. my head hurt. Yeah, it's like just listening to it makes my head hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's why I can't watch any of that Sherlock Holmes stuff. Is that also? Yeah, because it's like he's just whipping off these perfect monologues. It's like nobody talks that way. Right. Even Stephen Hawking, man. <laughs> Look how smart he was. The super brain. The motherfucker himself. So, anyway, it, it caused havoc. I mean, it was worse than, uh, what do they call it? What, what were they calling it? Uh, traffic Armageddon? What was that? Oh, Carmageddon. Carmageddon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was Carmageddon, too. This was uh, $2 manicures and 25 uh-huh. cent ice cream. Yeah. Tweets. Blowouts, you know, the whole nine. Yeah. And so uh, there were lines and there was chaos and we don't we already got enough of that. I was at the Galleria while it was happening, Natch. One that I, and I went across the street to the Americana because some of the, the businesses that were participating were there, and they just had these just miserable young women dressed up like they were fifties housewives, oh, okay. just yeah. you know, in the heat of August. In the heat, yes, having to be pleasant to people waiting in line for twenty five cent macarons. I said, fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck this in perpetuity. At the Americana where there's like like Kardashian-type women walking around. Yes. Yeah. It was hell. It was nightmarish. And I got to say, you know, I obviously love a deal, Howard. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the only thing I live for. Yeah. However, 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 if I got to fucking wait in a line for it, 
No. There you go. Because now you're... It's not special. Yes. I didn't do anything to get this. You yeah, know. you might as well just work for it. Right. But in a sense, you're doing that with all your returns. I am sure, but I have, have agency over it. There you go. You know, there you go. I choose difference. to do. All right. Well, I think it's more like it's the exceptionalism of it. I'm the only motherfucker doing this. Right. You know. But you're teaching. You're gonna have minions now. More the merrier, baby. Just as long as you don't, you know, step on my turf. I when I used to do the return fraud stuff with the returning stuff to Borders and Barnes and all, I infected every single person I knew with it. Like you everybody, talk. everybody would start doing it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, this is a whole new thing. It infected I, like a sickness. Really? So yeah. I thought, like, when I came and did my deep conversation with you earlier in the year, we yeah. were not on microphone. I thought, well, I'm one of the only people getting to hear about this. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, granted, I didn't know many people. Okay. I had maybe like three friends max. They would all do it. Were they making good money too? I, they were actually doing it for the products themselves. So, okay. like, I had friends that were like really into movies. We could curl at Criterion's and shit. This okay. is back before streaming. DVDs, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my friend John, I mean, he's still at his parents' house. One room of the house is just, it's like a fucking video store, like wall to ceiling. Just all these, D, like, racks and racks of DVDs. Does he feel dumb now he could stream it all? No, because he's kind of a hoarder anyway. Right. So, he That's, actually, he feels a sense of pride owning all of these I things. See, yes, I own the hard copies. Yeah. Because when the grid goes down, you're going to need to watch uh, The Rock Criterion it IRL. Store up a few DVDs, gang. There you go. In fact, why don't you pick up the, the season one of Austin Stories? <laughs> Available on eBay, Electronic Bay. Well, that's where it is. Do you still have it up right now? I sure do. Great. And you can also get it on haveasummer.com slash shop. There we go. What an exciting world of grips. <laughs> Megan. Yeah. Here's some fraud. Ah, my ears are burning. Well, let me put out that fire with a little pig semen. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cold, straight from the tap. Pig semen. Interesting. All right. Farmers are jailed over pig semen smuggled in shampoo bottles. This is over there in Australia. Yeah, boy. Turns out you shouldn't uh, be getting this type of semen. Uh, it, it makes pork bigger than it's supposed to be <laughs> if you use this other type of pig semen. Wait a sec. Wait, doesn't semen die? Shortly after being injected from the balls? Not mine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, you guys? There's a couple of them. No. Um, basically, they I guess they were keeping it warm, maybe? I don't know that part of it. Right. It's a great question. I mean, it is hot in Australia. It's a desert, maybe I guess. Maybe this is just... Uh, just yeah, they just said it was in shampoo or lotion bottles in passenger luggage. <laughs> but it's, in luggage? It's Danish boar semen. Maybe it's so powerful, this boar semen, okay. that you could just stick it in a, a soda can and it's fine. Huh. That's pretty crazy. This raises more questions than answers, I'm going to be honest with you. This news item. Yeah. So they wanted, so they wanted to smuggle the semen... To Australia to make powerful. What, what does it do? It to, they use it to inseminate 
pigs right and then the pigs will grow a lot bigger and but they'll still look like regular pigs even though the dad <laughs> was a danish boar but you you really knocked the lid off of this one yeah how the hell do you keep semen alive in a shampoo bottle and i mean on yeah and then it, if it's in luggage then it's in the luggage compartment of the airplane that gets real cold I guess that freezes. I mean, do you yeah, keep it that, frozen? What that, do you? How do you thaw it? Oh right. Okay. So great, great point there. If they put it, if they packed it in ice yeah. and then put it in their luggage, maybe they're just keeping it cool in there. But I mean, ice packs. How something. would you think? Um, but that, but you can't bring ice packs on a plane, can you? I don't think so. And what? I mean, that would be a red flag. Why is this lotion being iced? I would think, as someone opening their luggage and rooting through it. Amazing question. I'm speechless about this pig semen. Okay, have you? I mean, have you ever smuggled anything on a plane? I flew with weed once unknowingly. Yeah. So that wasn't on purpose to smuggle. Checked bag or on your person? Uh, in my backpack. Didn't know it was in there. Yeah. I never messed with that. Even when people really started flying with weed and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I was just like, I just don't need the tension. Right. Like, oh, maybe I am going to get caught. So I really haven't done a lot of smuggling. Yeah. Just just that amplifier that I put on a plane that I wasn't supposed to be allowed to. I mean, that's still, that rips. Like, yeah. feels good to be acknowledged by the master. <laughs> I just don't, you know, fly much because it costs money. Yeah. So there's that. There is Though that. I have, I mean, I've. I guess I guess it would be considered smuggling. You know, you, when you go to like Tijuana, you can buy prescription medication cheaper. Yes. Or I mean, at all. Sorry, without uh, and also cheaper. But uh, I smuggled some uh, low-level narcotic pain pills in back into the country by putting them in uh, tampon containers because uh -huh. I knew that the guys at the border would not want to touch tampons, and I was right. I stole a tampon from the Playboy Mansion. Used. Or new? New. New, okay. Do you still new. have it? Somewhere, yeah. Okay. I think so. Unless there might I be, there might be flip, flippability for that. Was that it? Tough to prove, though. Tough to prove it's That's true. Yeah, you would need to pick, actually. Did you take a pick before you took it? No. I mean, yeah, I, no, I have a... I don't know if there was a pick of me there, though. You would... I mean, I would... I would for authenticity's sake, I would require... A picture of the tent. I'm assuming it was in the bathroom. Yeah. Like they had like a trough out. Yeah. I mean, this was back before cell phones were like good enough to just like right. snap a good pick. Right. That would have been the move. To yeah. Get back in there. But now it's like Hugh's gone. Mm-hmm. And now it's uh, that beer. Like there's a beer. Uh, a beer boy owns it now. Yeah, a guy who inherited some beer money. Hmm. So it's not as fun anymore. Well. I I have absolutely nothing to say about that. Can you believe it, Howard? No. <laughs> Can you believe that? Uh, Apathetic at best about who owns that disgusting, diseased mansion. That is That's a, a house that has HPV. <laughs> but it's also a national landmark. That's true. How many houses would you say are that there are in America that have captured the imagination? Hearst Castle. Graceland. Uh, what was that house in Chicago where like the guy would murder people? John Wayne Gacy. 
No, it's like a in the eighteen hundreds, like a oh house like of horrors. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that still point. like that's not up there with. That's not legendary. That's not San Simeon. That's not, okay. That's not Graceland. That's right. Not. Name a more iconic trio. You can't. Three magical homes. <laughs> I had a great time here with you on the podcast this week, Megan. You know, I think I think we I think we really did it this time. I can't wait to see what's on our extras this week over on Patreon. Oh yeah, kiss my griffs. You're talking about? Yeah. We got some. Wow, we have we have some fun user submissions. <laughs> well, check us out over there. Of course, you can find Megan online at Born Feral, mm-hmm. and you can find Howard at. Howard Kremer. Yeah, that makes sense. And we'll see you right here next week on Grift Horse. Nay. Mm. <laughs>